Brett Morgan is the Academy Award-nominated director and producer of such wonderful documentaries as Chicago 7, The Kid Stays in the Picture, Crossfire Hurricane, and most recently, Kurt Cobain, Montage of Heck. He is simply one of the best young filmmakers going, and certainly one of the most exciting people making documentaries today. Let's begin. Suddenly there comes along, you know, and we, uh, you know, a band that's like starting to blow up on, on that side of things, wherein, you know, uh, people are digging it. It's suddenly, it's a popular thing, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I hear, you know, this band likes you. That's what I, mm -hmm. that, that's what I heard. Mm -hmm. Right. And my main thing was like, well, they got a really fucking tall bass player, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And I thought maybe that was it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> in the same way that, like, Metallica, like, you know, kind of crossed their arms and wore mm -hmm. leather jackets or something, mm -hmm. you know? I was like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> what am I, chopped liver? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and then, um, and I listened to this shit, and it was like, yeah, that's some f pretty far out crap, right? And uh, and then we went, on, they asked mm -hmm. us to go out on tour with them, you know? So I went on a tour with them. We went on a tour with them, and... Uh, uh, that was the 93 in utero tour, right? I don't know. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It, was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so... And so you were with them, and then they, they got the Unplugged gig. And then and at one point on one of those gigs, you know, we're, like, playing along, and then they had the Unplugged thing, and he started talking about, like, wanting to do some more old crap on his Unplugged thing, you know, and it was like, well, you know, it's not, you know, I mean, whatever, you know, have at, you know? And then it turned into, I want you guys to come play this with us you know so we did that and and that was about as close as i got to it was like like the 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 preparations for the unplugged sessions you know so i came across a tape that i found in his in, in kurt's facility of a rehearsal you guys did for unplugged but it wasn't the taped rehearsal in the studio it was like this wherever you guys were it was not at the television studio right do you remember did you guys just do one rehearsal lead before the the Unplugged performance? We did a few. Yeah. We, there was actually a little uh, studio in New Jersey. Yeah. You know, and we went there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was big time all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Because before that, it was me and my brother driving me and Derek yeah. around, you know, playing yeah. some fucking yeah. shit. You know, and nobody gives a fuck, yeah. right? And we, and we don't give a fuck, right? I wouldn't be doing this. If I gave a fuck, I'd be a goddamn politician or I would be fucking Hitler. You know what I mean? I'd take <laughs> over the fucking world and I would exterminate the masses at my whim. At my fucking guy, you know what I mean? I didn't, you know, what's the fucking point? Mm -hmm. I, I'm, you know, down to that kind of crap. Uh -oh. <laughs> Who's the little bass player? <laughs> so, you know, so we we we, uh, we did some, you know, rehearsal sessions at, at, out in New Jersey with these yeah. dudes, you know, and uh, and I thought it was cool of him, you know, it was like, oh, you want to do some more stuff? That's great, you know, because I'm a fan of my brothers. I think my yeah. brother is a fucking wonderful artist period you know i love the arts it, it, it's the only thing that got me into the fucking arts in the first place because i'm not this kind of a guy mm. you know i'm i'm a despot mm. i'm a, i'm not a nice guy mm. and i have been put in prison and rightfully fucking so mm. because it's the kind of fucking you know what i mean bill bill knows yeah, right yeah i know you thank yeah, you bill. I, i've been i thank you thank you thank you um so to be you know to have my brother's work mm. 
considered to the degree that it is by somebody that's suddenly in the limelight like that guy was, right? But I don't give a fuck about the limelight. I don't give a fuck about what other motherfuckers think, right? Oh, everybody thinks this guy's hot shit. Right. Whoop-de-fucking-do, you know? Right. All, you know, all of you are lion bait to me, right? You know, I would like to feed you to carnivorous horror animals. Wait a minute, Bill. Take over. Okay. Take over, Bill. Okay. So, so, so anyway, so, so... So basically, the, the, the question is, so the all question? of a sudden this thing explodes. Well, well, what, no, no, what, I'm, what I was trying to get, what I was going to try to rob I'll get it to it. No, was that I'd heard this rehearsal tape that you right. guys did, which now I know where it right. was, right? No, we, we and, did this. Yeah. And <clears throat> it was okay. Yeah. No, the, 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 the perform the actual performance. The performance and and I up. don't and here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? And I was hoping you could help me with this, right? So I I had access to a ton of shit, obviously, when I was making this film. Two hundred hours of audio, all this shit. From <laughs> and I listen to everything I listen to everything. I'm hearing everything. I still to this day cannot I don't I can't even put my finger where Unplugged came from. Yeah. Like it and by the way, I didn't see Anything about the meat puppets in his shit when he was younger before he had made like in any of his journals or anything. So I didn't see it as like this. Some I didn't from what I'm reading. I'm I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying from going through his journals and everything. I'm not seeing like fucking obsession with the meat puppets. So and I remember at the time when they played it, thinking because again it, this was pre-internet, right? So if you liked meat puppets too. It wasn't like there was, you know, you knew, you know, wasn't on the radio or anything. So I thought it was like, you know, me and my two, three friends liked the album, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Ooh. And then when when he when you guys played it on Unplugged, before obviously I do montage, as just at the time I said, oh, what the fuck, Kurt's playing my fucking not only not only is he he's playing my three songs off my favorite album. And so that was fucking weird. I'm like, wow, I, 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 I'm shocked about everything they did. But then when I heard, then in the context of studying Kurt right. and hearing him play constantly, what happened that night never, to me, no, it was no, like, the, it dude, never the, happened before. It's and something it never I just again. noticed like the other day. Like my, my girlfriend, Ruth, my sweet no, dear girlfriend, course. was listening to, like, maybe there's like the practice sessions or now yeah. can be heard, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of this clumsy stumbling yeah. through. It's it's us, you know. Mm. And I suck. I mean, mm. I'm just gonna put it right out there. I am not a good musician, and and I have managed to earn the lack of people's appreciation that I deserve, right? And yet, still, when we got to the taping of that yeah. thing, it 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 was on that dude, man. That's a, a special little fucking, you know, little musical elf, you know. And he managed to fucking bang that shit out in a way that was really fucking badass, you know. Do you remember when? Do you can you recall being there and participating as they're recording it and thinking he's hitting it on? Like he is like, I mean, because it's it's a historic performance on on several. I levels. was like really concerned about like how my hair looked. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I figured so much. You know what I mean? Here's the cool thing. No, but, but I got the sense that the at least Chris, when I watch that performance and I look at Chris, I, I, there's a and, and that's and a Pat bass player to, playing guitar. That's a bunch of shit, right? He may be tall, 
But fuck that, man. He's a fucking bass player. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't give a fuck how tall you are. Take that fucking acoustic guitar away from you and smash in the noodle with it, right? Here's the thing about that whole thing. I, I had a fucking... Uh, I got a shirt. Uh, the militia... What? Dude, you need someone that big for your militia. You're going to try something you want to fucking like Chris take the lead. Wyman, Wyman. Wyman, Wyman. Send, send, send Wyman and Noah Selleck up to the front. We'll leave McCartney in the back for later. No, let me tell the story. Chris is the fucking Trojan horse, dude. Chris is in front of Wyman's right behind him and fucking going to bite the fucking pants like a <laughs> rabid chihuahua. <laughs> One thing I'd like to... Here's, here's a story I'm going to get a chance to tell because of my little talk show. Uh, the shirt that I was wearing, right, yeah. that night, yeah. uh, I had been given by this couple who liked the band, you know? Yeah. I mean, the love for the music that we made it yeah. was so personal right because it was so non-fucking especially for me dude i am not i don't give a fuck about rock and roll i think it's a bunch of crap right mm. it's for people like this rolling stones you know guys that can stay skinny they got nice big schlongs you know what i mean they get mm. fucking laid all the time they're like <laughs> groovy as fuck i'm a fucking turd and a nerd and a fucking you know non-starter from the get right oh, come so, on man that's rock and roll 101 though right <laughs> i mean what you right am i missing something here no no it's well, like that's just that. a chance for the, you know, the nerds that. to look cool you well, know? i appreciate like, that uh... i beg to differ but i appreciate that <laughs> so the shirt that i had on though was from this couple right and 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 the, the woman who was part of the couple had brain cancer you know, mm. and they gave me this fucking shirt, you know, so I took it on TV that night. I mean, mm. that's just one thing I'm going to get to say about, you know, that TV show, that mm. fucking shirt that I'm wearing is from these people that like got in touch with me, came to, you know, they liked the band, you know, and they mm. came to me and, and she was fucking hurting and she died. I mean, mm. she fucking didn't live from her malady, you know, and as best as I could, I wore her shirt on TV that night, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I remember it really, really implicitly, you know, and it was bitching. It was musical to me. It's musical. It's one of the things that I fucking love. I fucking love playing music. I really do, you know. Uh, Dave is a sick fucking drummer. Dave Grohl, right? That dude's fucked off fucking creepy good, right? Chris is exceedingly tall. And... <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're tuning in late. <laughs> and Kurt was magical. Kurt yeah. was completely magical. He was a fucking magical little elf. He's bitching. Have you ever, did you ever read, let's see, did you ever read The Goops? Remember that book? Mm -hmm. The Goops, mm -hmm. you know? The Goops, they lick their knives. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That dude was a fucking trippy mm -hmm. little cat, you know? And he loved, he loved my shit. That means he loved my brother, who I fucking love, because, you know, it's what I cling to to get through the world in, 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 as best I can. Well, let's talk about your brother for a second. Okay. Oh, what was it? Well, yeah. well, what was the? And I'll I'll lead with this. Okay. One day I was asking Mick about uh, his, oh, his relationship. No, I'm, this was my lead-in. Mick. <laughs> yeah. Here's baby. my lead-in. I said, Mick, uh, you know, you guys are kind of like a dysfunctional family, and he goes, he got really mad at me. Really mad. I knocked. And he goes, wait, listen, I'm, this is my line. Okay. And he goes, uh, I go. He goes, well, well, Keith is not my brother. I have a brother. His name's Philip. Keith and I are in a band. We're in a working relationship, Brett. 
like you and I are in a walking relationship. We're not friends. We're in a, perhaps one day we might be friends, but we're in a working relationship. Um, he he was so offended by this idea of of of, of keeping him twins. as brothers. Now, in your case, you you actually have been playing with your brother, yeah. and and so when we talk about dysfunctional family in dime store psychology terms, um, it, it's it's a it's a loaded thing. But it's not, what was? Well, let me ask you this: you okay. you have such you have exhibited any opportunity in this in this podcast this conversation to to heap. All sorts of praise on your brother, which is, if your parents are still alive, not. they would be so touched. As a father, I could tell you, if I heard my kid, my children talking about their siblings like my that, my parents wouldn't be because they didn't like me. <laughs> they wish so, I okay. I'm pretty sure. But, but let me finish. But let me finish. So, so there, there, there's a, there is a, there is a tremendous Sorry, admiration. Mm-hmm. That you have for your brother for giving, not you, for giving you these opportunities for for, for allowing you this to, to, as you as you're expressing for creating this art that has allowed you to pursue to live your life and pursue right. your art. What was uh, what was the dynamic with you guys growing up? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, he's my older brother, obviously, uh, obviously, and always protective. And no, no, he's a horrible fucking thing. He was the kind of guy that would like fucking. I'd come into the bedroom, flip on the bedroom light, yeah. and, you know, and he would have unscrewed the light bulb. And I mean, seriously, he would reach out from underneath the bed and grab me by the ankle. It was fucking horrific, right? Uh, how about this? I used to pee the bed, yeah. right? And I would wake up with my pee-sodden fucking bed and go, oh, Kurt. And, and he would minister to me. Kurt's always been a hell of a lot more fucking, you know. Real of a fucking person that I am. Mm. I'm barely hanging on. Not, that's not true. No, I'm a, I'm a good dude. And everybody likes me, right, Bill? Yes, that's true. Okay, okay, good. So, uh, no, we weren't we weren't that tight on mm. on a lot of different levels, but I definitely, you know, occasionally kind of came to the places that Kurt was at. But I represented something else in the in the you know in the spectrum of like human experience. You know, he was this strong kind of just a different place, you know, and I wasn't that close to it, you know, and we didn't come together until much later in life, you know, when the band started, you know, come to that kind of a, of a relationship together, you know, but, but with you as an older brother, someone you, you know, I don't want to say look up to, but someone who was in a sort of hierarchical sense, mm-hmm. sort of above you and you enter a band and now you're should be peers, but he's the songwriter. So mm-hmm. how does, how does your familial relationship it ruined Evolve me. Evolve and play out, yeah. It ruined me. Look at me. I'm a fucking wreck. These are fake teeth. Huh. You know? I'm a fucking, you know, convicted, violent felon. You know? I, I'm, I live in poverty. Uh, my women die and walk all over me. This is gross shit. Hey, hey Craig, hit edit. Wait, wait, wait. Um, you know. <laughs> well, Craig... Craig, whenever someone says hit edit, that means start the show with it, right? <laughs> oh, it's been badass. I mean, it's magical to me, you know, in a way. I mean, as a fan, the only reason I got into this in the slightest, I've talked about this before. I fucking got into playing music because I saw the movie Deliverance. The banjo interested me to the degree that it did. I got a fucking banjo and found out that music was something that you could experience yourself through, right? You know? Because I grew up in a really fucking dysfunctional family. There was also really, really loving. You know, our mom, Vera, was her name. Vera Pearl. She was a wonderful woman, you know. And yet still, her father, Carl, 
Willard Renstrom had fucking, you know, made her into a certain thing and had lived. Because he was really wealthy, he right? He'd made himself yeah, exceedingly yeah, wealthy. Yeah. And he was five foot one, you uh, know? So, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's some weird shit, right? Uh, you know? And yet he left me nothing, you know? I didn't wind up with fucking bubkas from the guy, you know? And he made an asshole of money. And he put my mom through a certain kind of a fucking hell. Image. When you talk about your mom's hell, about appearing to, to, to live a certain life, to look a certain way, or what, what sort of hell from, from the grandfather to your mom? He wouldn't allow her to just be the kind of be the person she wanted to be, you know, creature yeah. that she was. He, right. he he could put upon he could, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into it. It's yeah. just fucking their stuff, and they're all gone now, you know. And yeah. Vera was a wonderful person, you know. And and I came from the side of you know, mommy love, soft sweetheart shit. You know what I mean? She was very animal oriented. I had a beautiful monkey. His name was Abner. You mm. know what I mean? I had a fucking mm. raccoon. You know, her name was Pansy. You know, I had a, a, a Shetland pony. Kurt and I both had Shetland ponies. They were Dolly and Dandy, you know. And yet, still, we also had fucking violent motherfucking, you know, uh, stepfathers. One was named Paul White, and he beat the fuck out of us. You know, it was brutal, man. I came, I grew up in, in a violent fucking, you know, uh, childhood, you know. And then there was Eduardo. Was your brother Mom's, protective? Fuck no, he couldn't be, man. Oh, okay. Paul was too big, yeah. you know. Kirk couldn't do dick, yeah. you know. And then there was Eduardo Palomeque, you know, and he was a fuck. He burned our fucking house down, man. He fucking got pissed one night at mom, whooped the shit out of her, threw gasoline all over the fucking house, lit it on fire, and fucking burned it to the ground, you know. So, I mean, like, you know, you come up through what you fucking come up through, you know. And what Kurt is to me is my big brother, who I love and will fucking, you know, die you know, protecting, and who I so cherish as my giver of a, of, of a life in the arts, you know, to the degree that I do. I don't really give a shit, though, because though, he's only half-assed, though, you know what I mean? I'd rather have been, like, somebody like fucking maybe, you know, you know, Bill Barry's brother or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I could add well, some hits. everybody uh, wants to be Bill Barry's brother, but... That, uh, Bill, call me. Bill, call me. That, that incident about your stepfather with the gasoline, how old were you? I was like, uh, let's say I was about 11. Jesus. It was gnarly. I didn't have to go that much. Here's the thing. Mom had a, a daughter, Amy, off of Paul White. Mom was, Paul White was, was mom's husband number two, right? Donald Dean Kirkwood was mine and Kurt's father. This is some sick fucking shit. This is a great show. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this kind of crap. Way to go, Bill. Bill has given me the opportunity to be this much as a sick fuck. Nobody's going to like me for this anymore, but I don't give a fuck, right? You know, what okay. are you going to do? I've so, been shot by the pigs. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who were your heroes growing up? I didn't have heroes. Heroes? Heroes. Uh, oh, I loved Wallace and Labmo. There was a there was a, a daytime, there was a, a a children's TV show in Phoenix, you know? And and the, there were these, it was Wallace and Ladmo. Wallace was the fucking straight guy, and Ladmo was the fucking... You know what? What's that called? The comedic relief or whatever? You know the the comic relief. You know, and uh, uh, that was manner. something. And I, and I loved. What did I love back then? What did I love? The Beatles touched me slightly. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but really, not really anything, man. Not really anything. You know, I'm a I'm a pretty fucking. I you know because I was trying to figure out what your safety valve was like. What nothing, was the nothing? Like, it, it, There's nowhere to go to. I found out that and, and ultimately, you know what physicality gave me? Yeah. Okay. I wound up with nothing. I wound up with a fucking place. I we can't even talk about this. These yeah. are all fake teeth. Yeah. I've been shot. I'm a convicted violent felon. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I've gone to, down a fucking ugly road. Oh, 
But you know what I still love? I still love playing a little bit of bass. You know what I mean? Just slightly. Just slightly. Not yeah. even that fucking much, dude. Yeah. You know, you and I can go outside and blow our fucking noodles off. Yeah. And, and, and I'll be fucking content and happy and bilking. You know, wrap it up. No, 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 not that. Uh, let's see. Heroes. <laughs> well, you know, so... Well, so We are going to have to wrap it up in oh, just a minute. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, come on. We're get, we're just getting to well, it. We're, 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 what are you talking about? Okay, well, let's... Let's go two-part. Let's go two-parter. No, I mean, I t- um, have, did they ever... Did you, you didn't make a film on them, did you? No. Was I, there, there's somebody there, that started making, like a Kickstarter there's somebody, campaign. There's somebody there who film? started making a film on them, and I, I, Joe I can tell the story. Dear Joe, okay, okay. Yeah. so this, this this is a true story. So I've known Chris for a long time, mm-hmm. and there was this period of time when he exited, uh, well, kind of the world and the meat puppets, and uh, his brother had to go on and play. I've heard about this. What's yeah. that? I've heard about this. No. You and me both, anyway. brother. <laughs> anyway, so so there were times when people didn't know where Chris was. And uh, for whatever reason, I kind of weirdly stayed in touch over the years. and uh, Or they would stay in touch. Um, and I would know where he was. And people would go like, I heard your friend Chris died. And it's like, oh, no, he's still alive. He's like, you know, he's over in Phoenix. Uh, people just don't know where he is. Anyway, so he gets out of... he. Gets out of his final stretch, and um, they, his brother decides to put the band back together. So 2007 at the South band by never Southwest was not untogether. Right. Okay. Well. Anyway. The so ba- it wasn't. It you, wasn't. I. But your brother didn't think he right, were the, responsible there, enough there, to play at that point, right? No. No. But 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 he never he never gave up on me. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I but mean, there was there was this version of the Meat Puppets that did not have you. Yeah, in but it. that's short. Keeping keeping busy, and it's a beautiful thing. You right. Know, no, the music I understand. That made, that's but, just more of the wonder. Okay. Of but Kurt, the point is, know? so yeah, so so no, Kurt I was did this thing where sure. he said, "Would people be interested in putting back the original Meat Puppets and mostly the two brothers?" Because Derek. He they did ask Derek, but anyway, so 2007 comes South by Southwest. They play their first shows, and there was a young woman, and she lives over here in Atwater, and her husband, who they're not together anymore. Um, they came from MTV, and they were going to do a documentary on the Meat Puppets, and so I show up in uh, Austin because I was actually going across the country to work on a. Uh, propaganda piece for the special forces at fort bragg but anyway that's another story anyway so i stop in in austin they show up and i'm there and these guys are talking to me and uh they're filming away but what i think was the difficult thing about making the movie is that uh this filmmaker comes over and kurt was talking to me saying all the kinds of things that you want somebody to say in a documentary and as soon as the camera showed up kurt stopped talking Oh well, that's always the case. No, but let's Kurt, talk about Kurt. But Kurt, but Kurt really so, stops talking. Yeah. He like. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> anyway, the film did not fi- finish. It didn't get finished. That's Joe Coltice, right? Okay. And his ex-wife. Now, and we'll just leave that out, you know. But you know, but it, it, that started to be whatever. Who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. It's after like an assload of fucking horrid shit, right? Yeah. Where my fucking wife died, you know, because of my fucking retarded behavior, you know? Be- because art doesn't add up to fucking shit. It gets back to like, why the fuck are we here? What the fuck is going on, you know? Nothing. Nothing. That's why uh, 
I suck for sure, you know? And thank God there's other people that don't suck as bad as I do who keep the fucking lights on, you know? And people that make lovely movies and, you know, and allow me albums to be made and that kind of crap, right? But you want a, gu- a guitar, you want a bass, a, a bass to be wrangled, and, and, and if needs be, I'll smash the fucking bass. I'll smash it over your fucking head. You know what I mean? I'll smash it over my own head. I won't smash it. I'll play it delightfully and tastefully, and we will carry on to the next generation. And, and, you know, I'm not one of those, though, man. I ain't got no fucking kids, man. I'm a dead end. I'm a fucking human dead end. Well, look, man, let's you, talk you about keep asking that. what we're doing here, and, we're, you, 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 and it, may not, it may not mean anything to you, but your art is touched and and created this sort of rhythm of, of people's lives man and that's like and you're you and, and you may get say so who the fuck cares no like, you're a beautiful man but but but, but 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 i mean like and i'm saying in a really positive way like yeah, I, I, I like salvation yeah you know, I'm like there it's with fuck, you. you know the, I'm the there church with you. I, like you you've participated in some 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 art that 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 you know I, I look. I remember like the first day of I was in NY at film school, and everyone went around and said what what they want to do, and um, and this one girl said, "Well, I want to make films to change the world." And I was like, "Who the fuck are you? What makes you think that what you have to say is so much better than what anyone else has to say? We should all spend two hours listening to what you have to say. That seems such a fucking load of shit." And I was like, I just, look, if you can entertain someone for fucking two hours and keep their attention, that is enough. Like anything else beyond that is fucking gravy. Okay. And you guys have brought the fucking gravy. Like you have, you know, so your, your art is but like, but, but, but without saying I'm going to fucking change the world and what the fuck, your art has like been there for me and fucking all sorts of fucking emotional fucking peaks and valleys and like with my babies and oh, without man. my babies and inspired me and like you know I'm like don't know what to do and I'll put the music on and fucking an idea will come and why did that idea come is it because of the music or because the idea was going to be there I don't know but you know you, if you're asking yourself what you're doing you know and I know I'm I not. know I know you're not I know it's just rhetorical philosophical no but, but dude but, but, but I, I'm just saying no that, but like, dude because I, you've you've said it like seven times no. so I just gotta jump in and go no, it, Dude, keep doing that thing you don't think you're doing because it's it fucking great. It means everything to me. It means yeah. everything to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I happen to just have be this. I find myself as this thing that you, you know is is just it's it's not that big of a fucking deal. I'm not tooting my own fucking horn, uh, although I totally am. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I, but it, that's wonderful to me. That's wonderful, you know, because you're a fucking badass, man. You've done some really. I haven't cool done anything. Shit. I haven't no done. I honestly, and I'm not saying that to be a fucking whatever punk, but like to me, I will never do anything like Me Puppets too. Oh, big deal. Or, no, no, fuck me that. Too was no, a, no, because a dope. No, you, I, you, no, you keep saying jam that. fest. You keep fucking that, dude, stone but like that to me. Like, I listen, can fart that shit out in a fucking cold I, second. You can't. Whoop I don't think you fucking do. The, 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 the fucking poo. horror. The horror, the horror is that if you could, it can't have. It just that's not how it works, man. But the, but the, um, but fuck it, you know. No, no, it's it's it's, it's like. Uh, it's, but see, I I think okay. Well, here's the, 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 pure, here's the, the thing. The purity the of thing. your fucking see the beauty of it is is the the fucking fact you weren't trying to do anything. And, totally, and, and, that's and, what and I'm about. Just, that's what I'm about. No, I know it's the same thing for me, man. You I'm know? just like I like going to work. Like I like. Oh, you So do you like being on stage? Shit. I like going to work because. 
like I'm sitting there trying. I have these challenges, and you got to figure them out, and you make it. Well, and, you know, how, and, how's and this? Let me perfect. ask you this. I don't Brad. know how you're on fucking two feet, dude. Oops. With that, like that, that the, the the childhood story you just threw, like that was some of the most. Ah, no, no, no. Let me ask you this. That's some fucking. How do you get a fucking movie made? How do you get a movie made? Uh, well, it seems complicated to me. It's it's it it, it is if you're making your first one. You know, then, then you I, get better at it, and you. Well, the getting better at it is definitely like I was. You know how you and your brother were making movies. You know we started there in this conversation, and I so I wanted to be a filmmaker before I started making films. That's like saying I want to be a guitarist before I ever play the guitar, right? right. Like I'm going to be a professional guitarist when I grow up, but I've and never you played wanted the guitar. To? What did that to you? Who are your favorites? no? I wanted. To, I who is your movies. inspiration? Well, when I was like, who do you love? I will what tell you. Movies? Yeah, I will tell you. When I was a little kid, it was um, I just like. Fucking, you know, it was the 70s. So Mel Brooks and fucking, I wouldn't say these were auteurs in my mind at the time. It was like, you know, I like Star Wars. I saw Star Wars 17 times when I was eight or whatever that summer. When I started to really commit myself to wanting to make films in high school, in like ninth grade, it was Godard, Truffaut. It was the French New Wave. Jesus. And Bertolucci. And I look at that. Bertolucci film. Uh, the conformist. Okay, this and is, this La is Luna. Me. All right. But but the thing was, here's the thing that's that you can get, man, is that like what you were doing musically, the French New Wave for me was just this fucking pure teenage. Even though they weren't teenagers making it, it was just this raw, fucking visceral. Anything goes. We're breaking all the fucking rules and right. we're taking no prisoners. Right. I mean, there's nothing more punk than the French New Wave in a way. You know, they, f I mean, it was fucking hardcore. And when you're 14 or 15 and you're exposed to that, what that does to you is it says film can be anything. What and and you, you get a distrust and a hatred. Like, like I didn't, I grew up in LA. The idea of going to USC as a punk ass kid growing up in the city was like, are you fucking kidding? I'm not going to make studio films. Like, that's, fucking you know like you know it's like that's the last thing i want to do and i will say that what i've been able to do if i've been able to do anything well in my career it's that i've gotten to a point where i could get the financing i need for my films but still a final cut how do you do that dude th that is the greatest and i don't know how if how much longer it will last but that is the fucking greatest shit how much does a movie cost to be made it was like my movies are really expensive like millions you know, yeah, like like you know, two two to three two to three million usually. How much of that? How how much of those millions of dollars you take to like service your your deepest and most depraved sexual fantasies? <laughs> what? No, oh, uh, you that's can't written be, into the budget. You can't you can't put a price on experience, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know the funny thing is you never have enough money. It all goes on the fucking screen. Like, you know, the funny thing with montage was I I would see stuff in social media, like, you know, you fucking, you know, because Kurt, you know, obviously has uh, some of his, um, some of the so-called quote-unquote fans can be vicious, you know, like, oh, you fucking cash-grabbing it, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I, there's, like, you don't spend seven, eight years fucking making montage of heck because you right. want a paycheck. Right. Like this is the last thing in the world. And who cares? And you, and, and, you, and you fucking don't. And you. And by the way, and you're dealing with Kurt, which means that you're fucked. That means everyone's gonna fucking hate you when this fucking film comes out, right? So you 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 have everything against you going into this, you know. And, and then and then you know you. Did you, did you but you make it because at a certain point, at a certain point, like you know, and I'll get a fucking emotional 
I'm just, no, but there's a certain point when I was making that film where I met Frances, you know, and that fucking... That... I met her when she was a little teeny baby. Yeah. And then years later, at, at your at the, at film the, premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At your film premiere. And that, that made it fucking real, you know? That's she was like... this big. Here's yeah. the story about her. Yeah. I'll still tell this one again. So there she was. She's about yeah. a yay and a half tall, right? Yeah. She's a fucking puny. She's the, like, <laughs> carry-around size, <laughs> right? And her and her mom... And her dad are like uh, uh, backstage at a rock and roll show that we're all playing together. Mm -hmm. And she was squealing up a shite storm. (laughs) And uh, uh, I had already gone through the experience of being the uncle to my brother's children, Elmo and Catherine, Mm -hmm. who were miniature. You know Mm -hmm. how babies are small, right? Mm And I found myself to be good at it, right? So th- this little fucker's like, little Francis is just like, squawk, squawk, squawk. Mm. And we're backstage at some fucking rock and roll show where it's like, you know, you know, it's just people around and she's just squealing, right? And like, I'm like, I can shut that baby up in a cold second. I popped open my briefcase. I took out a harmonica. I went, tweet. And she shut right the fuck up. And Kurt said, and now this is going to go into the fucking lore of all of our lives. He said, who are you, Dr. Spock? Because she shut the fuck right up, right? Because it was a harmonica, you know, and it's a little baby. So, so okay, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that was, I, I was just, you know, so there was, there was that. And then at some point, you, you know, it becomes, again, it becomes totally fucking personal and this desire totally. to understand. Right. I think with Kurt, there was, at a certain point, I really, because there was so much art, it was piece. It was it was a jigsaw puzzle. How about this? And piecing it together, and and you learn. You know, you it got really. Let's talk about emotional, this, man. Totally. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. How the fuck do you get down to fucking blowing your own fucking head off? Let's talk about that. How do you fucking put a shotgun in your mouth and blow your fucking brains out like that guy? Because did? you know what, man, he didn't like himself. Fuck. And, and, but that. listen, when the whole world right is telling you you're the fucking shit and you don't like yourself. I don't like my fucking self and yet look at me. I've been through a battle of horse shit. You should see me okay. naked. It's disgusting. <laughs> All right. right? But but he, but he Are we going too far? No, but Are we but, going too far? But I love Kurt Cobain. Yeah, you know, I think that the thing that people don't no, I don't know if they understand the or don't understand. He had a suicide fantasy long before Nirvana came around, right? And it's not like fucking whatever. It's when you know the films you made with your brother, he was making suicide films. Kurt. My brother? No. Kurt Cobain. The, like you and your you described the Super 8 films you were making with yeah. your brother. Kurt was doing these suicide films, okay? This is when he was a teenager. And the thing, you know, I think the movie sort of suggests what happened, which is it wasn't fame, it wasn't fucking that it was, it was very simple. This? It was his fucking well, dude. It was this? It, it, it was a guy. Okay, I don't yeah, mean to do yeah, this. Yeah, I, yeah, know, let's I don't change the subject. Exactly. Okay. No, I'm not changing the subject. Yeah. I, I don't care what. Sure. I mean, I really do care. I love the people that are involved with his life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love that dude. Carry it on. And I think yeah. the art that he did was beautiful. But like, uh, like to be able to like give yourself that. I mean, like, you know, this is something that doesn't get brought up that much. I mean, that's pretty fucking far out, right? Cuz we're all going to die, right? We live a poop butt amount of time, right? It's a fart in the fucking wind, right? So, to be able to have the balls to etch yourself into eternity to the degree that, you know, eternity in terms of like, you know, what fucking human experiences is, but like that, right? To go, how about this? Poof, I'm eternal. 
by knocking yourself out. That's ball shit, man. And then, you know, I mean, it's that's some fucking far out artistic weirdness. Can we edit this out? We don't have to edit this yeah. out. This is some fucking bitching shit. The guy fucking actually was able to. Why did he fucking kill himself? Do you think? I think the film set to the. I mean, my, you know, I think that the betrayal from Courtney was a catalyst that set the final act in motion. The what? Courtney's betrayal of their marriage was. Oh the catalyst. fuck that! That's a bunch of crap. No, really? I, oh, I don't think it's a bunch. No, nah, Courtney's. All. A, she's a sweetheart. I, I listen. It's it's it, as she says. That's why it, he killed himself. Kurt. Yeah, man. Look what happened. Really? When, no. Me. Listen. Okay. Let me be clear so I'm not taking out of context. It was going to happen long before I said the catalyst. You asked what the catalyst was. Yeah. I, well, the catalyst, the final act was when what happened betrayal. when Nirvana How broke? Betrayal. What happened? Well, as she says in the movie, Kurt thought she was cheating. So. And so then the reality then, right, if you're Kurt, is she's cheating. So let's just go there with it, okay? So let's take it from Kurt's perspective. His wife's cheating, right? right? So, okay, my wife cheats. I'm not going to kill myself, right? But I don't have that same issue that he had. I didn't say – I didn't take all my chips and put them into – like, look, Kurt became the biggest rock star in the world. What did he do? Get domestic. He put all – he took six months off to have be with Courtney and have a family. Right. It's, I mean, it's I mean, it's heady shit. It's not going to be answered in five minutes. Right. But I think I think the movie okay. I think the movie does a fairly decent job of explaining the what was happening inside his head from a very very early age. From how from, the fuck then does and expectations? How about man, this? Expectations. You don't think Mick Jagger's girlfriends fucked other dudes? Right, but it's it's a no. different thing. What how's he, it different? Because it's he's wired differently. They're he's different wired people. Different. He's wired differently. Exactly. exactly. People, he's and, wired and differently. People, listen, are. dude. Some so like if, if my wife cheated on me, I may get turned on by it. Okay. Uh, oh, Bill dude. may. Hey, dude, Bill's wife minute, cheats Bill. on him. Wait a minute. Bill may go fucking get a shotgun and shoot listen, her and the guy. Listen, Brett. Yeah. I think I got enough money to get a hotel room for you, me, and Bill to get alone together for just a I, couple seconds. I was, th- you know, it's so weird. I was oh, thinking yeah. the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> fucking animal. But, but, but to, to go with what you were just saying, you know, yeah. is okay. I gotta fucking go pee again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, David Foster Wallace. Yeah. I mean, and I understand a little bit about this, and I think that's the thing that scares people about people like Kurt Cobain and David Foster Wallace is. You've gotten this whole thing. He had nothing. It's so superficial. What you? Well, right. no, he had a wife and a kid. That's what he had. But when that's the everything else is bullshit, dude. All all the other stuff is bullshit. At the end of the day, I honestly believe. And this is montage of hack for people who wanted uh, to have Dave Grohl or Chad in the film. It's about family. It's a movie about family. It's not a movie about Nirvana. Nirvana's in the movie insofar as Nirvana was a sort of surrogate family for Kurt at a certain point, as was the punk scene. But his drive and determination and his you know, to me, it's in the movie. It's it's pretty clear that he didn't have a family. He, you know, his he had an ideal of family from a very young age. Reality never met his expectations. He was disappointed in life and in family and sought to find a form of acceptance through first punk rock, right. then through Nirvana, and, and then ultimately with Tracy and Courtney in relationships, in family. He was a fucking, you know, he wasn't a philandering, right. you know? And so he put all of his eggs into that one basket with Courtney. Now, if you really want to get deep, you can say if your goal is to have a wife and kid, is Courtney, who has her own ambitions, 
the perfect mate for that. And, and, you know, it's some of it, you know, I, I mean, whatever, it, but it, it's not her fault. What happened to him? It's no. nobody's fault. And you know what I fucking really drives me crazy is when someone dies, like, <laughs> you know, whether it's Amy or Kurt or whatever, and they're 27 and people want to assign blame. They want to assign it to coordinator. They want to assign it to the record industry. And it's like, these are adults. Okay. There's no you. you, 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 you there's, there's no one that's responsible, you know, for well, and, for and, for either. You're not going to point a finger at, to to tell me who's responsible for Amy Winehouse's death, other than Amy Winehouse, or for Kurt Cobain's death, other than Kurt Cobain. There are people who did not help the situations and were catalysts, and in fact, you could say aid and abetted. But at the end of the day, you're talking about. Adults, the problem is when you do to bring drugs into the equation, it stunts your evolution. And so there's that. And so we are talking about adults, but we're also talking about people at 27 who started doing drugs regularly at an early age that they're, they, anyways, we're fucking, who gives a shit? <laughs> now, now, now I'm joining, now I'm joining the who gives a shit club. Well, yeah. but, um, um, we're up using what, what fucking time is it? It is. We've uh, gone. It's 5.03. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm 40 minutes late for a conference Ladies and gentlemen. You're 40 minutes late for a conference call? Yeah. Let's do okay, some music. Well, Let's do some music. <laughs> Come on, ready? One, well, we're two, gonna put some music. three, four. Anyway, uh, he's 40 minutes late for a conference call. We're going to have to do some editing on this show, which is no problem. Uh, but we'd like to do... What? The close of the show. I take it you're going to have to take that? No, I missed it. You missed it? Yeah, it's good. Everything cool? Yeah, what, everything's you got professional good. reality? Like what? What is it? What was it called? Oh, uh, for this uh, jo- for this new film I just started. Bitchin', what's your new film? I, I can't. I'd like a no, tell me about it. You don't have to tell me. Tell, tell me outside the microphone. <laughs> oh, uh, seriously? Anyway. No, I, I can't. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So I know because it's so Minds special. will be blown. It's so special. Fuck. <laughs> so just to, just to wrap this up, I mean, it's like I, I'd like I'd <laughs> I'd like to close by asking, yeah. okay, hey Bill, it's my show. Yeah, Bill. See, now I'm Jesus looking at Bill. Fuck. I'm, like, I'm okay. like I've t- I've totally turned. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What what were you gonna say, Bill? <laughs> were you fearful at all ever taking on? I mean, like you said with the Rolling Stones, a lot of films have been made by the Rolling Stones. So about the Rolling Stones. Well, I'm so. a ball. I'm a I, I fuck that, dude. I, that's why I want to do this shit because uh, so right. Ass. But, but because, because I'm not fucking. You don't. If listen, if you're doing the Kurt Cobain film, spit it out. You fucking yeah. You, if you were intimidated by that, right? Like intimidation, fu- schmimtimidation. And maybe and if there was a Nicely form of intimidation done. that then keeps you working an extra three hours. Nicely night. done, man. You know, fear Jesus is fear God. is a great motivator, but at the same time, the thing with Kurt was like this was the beauty of that situation. I had final cut. So I just my responsibility was to get that fucking shit right, and you know there, there's um, that was the drive and that was the fucking focus. Oh, I love this kind of crap. I love and, and so you know if the fans and honestly this isn't bullshit. F- Francis's opinion of it, if the film got pummeled by audiences and critics all over the world, and Francis reacted the way she did, it would have been worth it. All right, you know I may suffer some emotional shit afterwards, but I'm telling you straight up that. That being able to, for everyone else, it's he's an icon. He's in, as Francis will say, unicorn at Santa Claus. This is her fucking dad. 
And will you tell her? And I'm a fucking dad. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, and, I'm and not, if I die, if I died, this clearly went through my head. Like, you know, like if I fucking died and, um, you know, I would, I, especially at when my kids were that young, I would want them because it's not her. She should never have to go through rummage through all of her, his stuff to figure out who her father is. Oh. So that became my job to oh. go through all that shit. Oh. And her blessing was just show me the truth. Oh. So, you know, I get, you know, that, that at the end of the day, that's fucking, that, I don't know what and, the question and, was. And but. Brett, if you can. Well, you answered the question. No, hey, shut up, Bill. And I'm sorry, Bill. I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that. But if you will, give Francis a little bit of my love, man. I, I will. Just a I touch, will. okay? Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and way to go. I love that kind of crap. Way to go. I love artists. I love the fucking shit that you do that's sick, man. Thanks. You know, the stones are fucked off gnarly, right? <laughs> Period. Fuck that. In human existence kind, those dudes are fucking evil. So is Kurt Cobain. You know, sweet little Francis. You know, dear... Your fucking child leave your daddy so young. I never had a fucking dad. My dad split when I was a fucking sweet pea, you know? So I know the fucking feeling. And a little love at you, sweetheart, you know what I mean? And and way to go for making fucking films. Movies are so badass, and you've done it. You came in and done mine and Bill's stupid little... Not stupid. My, done, done mine and Bill's very far out little talk show. And uh, goddamn, you know, Brett, you're a fucking... Cool dude. Want to be my friend from oh, yeah. now on? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we think we've wrapped up another episode. and uh, It's it's the make friend. It's the uh, kumbaya. The kumbaya, go, kumbaya edition of the Chris Kirkwood podcast. Today's show was recorded at Winslow Court Studios in Hollywood, California. Let's go.